0: 97.7 ACK-FM. I have with me in the studio right now, Amy Janess, who is the head of the adult programming department for the Nantucket Athenaeum Nantucket's library. Amy, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. This is fun.
0: You have Geshki lectures coming up. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that?
1: Sure. We kind of went overboard this year and we have six. We normally have four or five, but Hmm. because we're doing them virtually and because we didn't do any last year. We kind of went crazy and we're doing six this year. So we've had our first one in April with George Friedman, which you can watch on our YouTube channel. George is a, he's a futurist. He's a geopolitical futurist who looks at trends and cycles in history, uh, both American history and world history. And then he decides, you know, kind of where we are in cycles. So that's a fascinating conversation. Then our next one is tomorrow night, June 22nd at 7, with a gentleman named Theodore Johnson who's a former U.S. Navy commander who pursued uh, his degree afterwards and he's now a doctor of um, he studies the places where um, race and identity and culture kind of all come together. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a new book out called uh, When the Stars Begin to Fall. And he looks at institutional racism in our country and he offers some um, guidelines and some thoughts as well as it's sort of half memoir, half nonfiction look at the history and and he offers some thoughts about how we could go forward mm-hmm. to create what he calls a multiracial national solidarity which is a fancy way of saying unity bringing everybody together right. around the the idea or the concept of institutional racism and kind of how to address it so i'm looking forward to that he's going to we discovered with these online programs that one person talking Isn't quite as dynamic as Mm. two. So all of them are going to be conversations, which I think is nice. It's nicer for the presenter and it's nicer Mm. for the people who are attending. So he sits down. With a woman named Awista Ayab, who e- runs the fellows program at New America, mm-hmm. which is a Washington-based think tank where um, Theodore Johnson wrote most of the book okay. as a fellow. So, so they're old pals, and oh, I think good. I'm looking forward to it. I think it would be a great conversation. Yeah, she is the author of a book called The Kabul Girls Soccer Team, which came out I think six or seven years ago, and mm-hmm. she's Afghanistan. And so, you know, I just think the two of them together would be great. Yeah. So that's tomorrow night. It's free. It's online. um, And you sign up by going to the Athenaeum's calendar, which you can find at Nantucket, Athenaeum.org. Then in July, we have Lisa Genova, who um, is this best-selling novelist, and she's written Still Alice is probably her most famous one, which was made into a movie or Love Anthony is another one. And so she's written her first nonfiction book about the science of how we remember mm. and why we forget. And so she's going to sit down with Diane Bean, who is the program director of PASCON, and they're going to talk about the science of memory. Yeah, and, and so I think that'll be cool. Oh, and Lisa Genova is July 28th. August 11th is uh, Robert Williams, who is in here in the summer on Nantucket sits down with Ken Aletta, who has covered the media and you know that that's such a, a loose term now because there's social media and there's right. there's broadcast media. Yeah. But they're gonna look at all of it and they're gonna look at the impact of what digital media has done to for our culture, to our culture, mm-hmm. um and the impact of that. So It could go in a number of directions. They could talk about cable. They could talk about social media. um, They could talk about the fracturing of broadcast news. Mm. They could talk about print journalism, kind of where that's at these days. So so I think that'll be a pretty dynamic conversation. And then uh, September 23rd, I'm very excited. John Grisham is going to set aside his uh, novelist cap. And he sits down with Dr. Neil Cassell, who founded something called Focus Ultrasound Foundation, which is in uh, Raleigh, I believe. And it's the pioneering use of ultrasound, which is sound waves, to address early stage major disease. And it's not just one kind of disease. It's Parkinson's tremors, it's cancer, it's, it's uh, neurological disorders. Um, and so it's already been FDA approved for seven uses, and they have all kinds of Clinical trials happening for all kinds of other things, but they're they're most specifically interested in in brain diseases of the brain and right. cancer. So that's really where they're they're putting the focus. So wow. I think that'll be really interesting and different. Yeah. And then our final one is a favorite who we've had before, and I'm excited to see again is the oceanographer Sylvia Earle. She sits down with Sarah Oktay, who used to be the Nantucket Field Station director, mm. and she's an a chemical oceanographer, but her sort of her area. of focus focus is climate change. So I expect that will also be a really dynamic conversation.
0: Yeah, wow. You have an, an amazing <laughs> <I know>. lineup. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a
1: lot. But it's um but they're all really great and and I'm excited for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And these are uh virtual. Yep. Right? Yep. Um but they're I, all free of
1: charge. Right. We just ask people to register and you can do that in the calendar listing on our website.
0: Nantuckatathenem.org. Correct. And going forward, uh, we were talking a little bit about how once you're back in... The Great Hall. Mm-hmm. You anticipate th- to keep the virtual aspect of it.
1: Yeah, we have learned a lot of things in the last sixteen months about uh, virtual programming. We we got sent home, you know, early March of twenty twenty. We were kind of like, okay, now what? And we had already been using Zoom a little bit for the organization, so we were just, you know, initiated enough to be able to kind of visualize ways that we could use it. And we did some things where nobody showed up, <laughs> and and. But through that, we kind of figured out, you know, how to how to move forward. And it's actually been really kind of exciting. You know, we never know who's going to show up for a virtual program. And oftentimes, they have nothing to do with Nantucket or the Athenaeum. They're just interested in what we're doing. We've had people from Australia and Hungary and England and Spain, wow. Canada, all over the country, Mexico, I think. And they just sort of pop in and <laughs> say, yeah. hello, here we
0: are. <laughs> Talk about expanding your reach. <laughs> (laughs)
1: I know. So that was, that's been really kind of cool and exciting. Mm. Um, and the other cool thing is that when we were doing things in the winter, people who we used to only see in the summer were able to continue to come to our, our events. Right. So we see a lot of a lot of people all year round now, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, that's a great service to provide.
1: Yeah, so we will continue to be virtual for programs at the uh, library or outside in the garden through okay. Labor Day. And then after Labor Day, we'll move back into the building. And hopefully by then we'll have figured out how to do some kind of a hybrid Thing mm-hmm. in the Great Hall. Um, our classroom in the basement is already set up for that, so we could just take that and run with it. But we're looking at ways to adapt the Great Hall so that we can, you know, right. if there's an author talk. I don't think it makes sense for music or films, mm-hmm. but if, if there's a lecturer or an author comes to talk about a book or a poetry right. reading, something like that, mm-hmm. then I think it could be really exciting. And I so I have quite a few things lined up already for September and October, and I've been kind of prepping the speakers saying, you know, this is what we're shooting for, this is what we're hoping for, and they're pretty excited. So I'm curious to see who wants to come and be in person or who's like, why would I go? I could stay on the couch. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, exactly. So we'll see. Although I feel like everyone at this point is, please let me in. <laughs> let me in. I'm tired of my couch. <laughs> Maybe. Um, we'll see. So other than the, the uh, what we just spoke about, are there other adult programs that we can look yes. forward to?
1: Yeah. We're super busy. Like I said, it's all online or it's in the garden. So we have a number of book-related things coming up in the next couple months. Um I'm really looking forward to next week on June 30th. Charlie Walters, who ran Music Hall for mm. years on yeah. the island and does a, a blues program here at the radio station, he sits down with a Bob Dylan scholar from the University of Tulsa, and they're going to talk about a book that just came out about Bob Dylan and his impact um, not only on music but on culture and and even politics. So I think that'll be a really cool conversation. Yeah. In July we have we actually have two authors who will be joining us from England. One is Ross King and he's written a number of books about kind of the the Renaissance period of Florence, mm-hmm. the history and so he's got a new one out called The Bookseller of Florence that looks at bookmaking and how books were shifting during the Renaissance. And then we have another oceanographer uh, from England, Helen Scales, who's got a new book out called The Brilliant Abyss, and she looks at super deep science happening way down deep in the ocean, in places where... People have never been before or rarely been, so I think that'll be cool. And then in August, for anyone who knows Ed Hagem, he's been here summers forever and ever, he's got a book, it's a memoir about growing up, called The Road Less Traveled, so he'll be with us.
0: On the road, let's travel. Oh, on the right. road,
1: thank you. On the road, yeah. I think you were reading it, aren't you?
0: I read it, and I had him here for an interview. Oh, we you spoke did? about it last week. Oh. and the nicest person, yeah. and what an incredible journey his life was. Yeah. but it's all about giving back to the community.
1: Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we also um, there's a, a book that did very well nationally called American Sherlock. Katie. Winkler Dawson, I believe, is the author. And she looks at the history of CSI and mm-hmm. sort of how it became this really important tool in crime solving. Wow. So it's all over the place. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's busy. <laughs> yes.
0: And so, uh, and like we were saying, for those who want to look at the full calendar of events, yes. org is yep. where they can see yep. that.
1: And there's a link that goes to the calendar right on the homepage. Perfect. We're also partnering with NCMC and we're going to do a series of porch concerts outside on Sunday right. afternoons. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. A lot of all local musicians. So, uh, but there's six. So okay. there's two in July and four in August. We're going to do classes. Uh, we have some fashion classes. Mark Carapesa is going to teach the magic class. Excellent. Eileen Powers is doing a street photography class, which I think works really well in a virtual setting. Mm. People can share their photographs, and they can be outside to take them. So So that'll be fun. Yeah, so it's summer on Nantucket. That's a lot going on. (laughs) We're busy.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the reopening of the Nantucket Athenaeum?
1: Sure. We've taken kind of a um, step-by-step approach. So up until last week... We had been open two hours a day for what they're calling express browsing, which is to come in, look for your materials and check them out, but not hang out for a long time. So they've expanded that now, and now we're open for that from 11 to 3, although we're continuing to do the curbside pickup, and that is 9 to 3, um, Monday through Saturday. And then they're going to slowly phase out uh, the curbside pickup and, uh, and beginning July 6th, curbside pickup will be done and the library will be fully open with its regular, you know, Monday through Saturday hours. July 6th. July 6th. Yeah. So people are excited. You know, I think uh, the curbside has been great and has worked really well. But there is a group of people that love the experience of, you know, coming in and looking mm-hmm. at the books and picking something out.
0: Amy Janess, thank you so much.
1: Thank you.